Updating. I gotta have like a 40 ounce. I'm ignorant. Call me a hipster. Awesome, dude. She doesn't know that. I do community service, but I'll still buy my chicken. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Oh, yeah, you specified. <laughs> Hey, what's going on? It is episode 110 of the Hey My Man podcast. This is Dave. This is Ben. What's going on? We missed last week. Sometimes you get busy, man. You can't, uh, I don't know. Maybe if we did Skype or like how some people do. I thought about that last week. I was like, maybe I'll just do the computer and then. You know, I have you uh, sort of bamboozled in the way that like I figured out how to do this one thing, which is record a podcast with these USB mics, which most people don't do, you know, use the uh xlrs or whatever and it i think it sounds decent but um i can't i'm not gonna i cannot i'm not gonna figure out skype i think you know people have said that before my brother-in-law before he stopped doing the podcast was like wait we could do it on skype i'm like no well i i got skype a couple months ago i i was i think i don't know if i told you or not but i my cousin asked me to play guitar at his wedding during his wedding like when they were walking people down the aisle so i was freaking out because I had to do this song, and my, my cousin, Sarah, said she would do it with me and sing. But you know, Ironically, I think the low part, but but uh, we had to switch it over, and I was like, have you ever heard It's Raining Men without like a bumping bass line? We'll give, we'll give it a go. But uh, I was I was kind of freaking out because I was nervous because there would be a lot of people there. So I told my cousin, I said, let's just Skype, and we'll do this a few times before go time. So I got Skype, which for me was huge. You would have thought like, I mean, it's tantamount to my mom figuring out how to work a VCR. Right. It was so difficult. So I got it and I found Let's be, let's, let's, in all fairness, I still can't work a VCR. Operating a VCR as far as setting the time and doing all the extra, there were so many other things on the VCR. Oh, it's for like a show the, later? Yeah. You I can like, play like, and record, but that's it. Oh, dude. I don't think anybody knew how like my show comes on at seven. And it's like, oh, this thing's military time. Right. What do I do? I'm not sure. Well, and, and everything was recorded over of something else. Mm-hmm. Like, we, you don't, it's probably gone the way of the dodo now. But if you go through old VHS, it's never one thing. Never. It's like there's never been a VHS tape with one movie on it. It's a, it's half of another movie, right. a slight piece of film that you wish. The shaggy your, dog. Young Guns. Yeah, there's Shaggy DA. There's a part that your parents should have never, ever recorded and let you see. And then it's like finishes up with Young Guns. Right. It's or like, like the Super Bowl shuffle. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you, I don't know. So anyways, I got Skype, tried to get a hold of her, uh, and it just never happened. So that's the only reason I've ever even had to have Skype. When, I mean, when else am I ever going to use it? I'm, the, I'm, that, that, so you guys are playing guitar on Skype. Could you hear... I mean, you're playing. I never did part. it, but my my hope was that like I would. Oh, it never got okay. She was just singing, so I was like, "Well, I'll play and sing, and and it'll be real time, so we'll work out the structure, right. you know, the song or something." Didn't work out like that. Ever and and I had a legitimate purpose to do it. Now that I don't have a purpose, well, I guess unless the show, no, I'm not using it yeah. for what? I don't know. What if am I going to just sit at home on my laptop and talk to somebody? <laughs> now that you're I'm out of your mind. Was that your way of just throwing it out there to see if I would soften up to the idea so that you could sit at your house and podcast? No, I'm oh. saying if it didn't work for that. Then... I mean, we tried it. You were way back, like probably the second episode you were here. We actually did like a, uh, me and you had. Was it my Skype? Brother-in-law. Yeah. I didn't know you had Steve on something. Yeah. I think I'm so, I think I'm was so ignorant to it. I didn't even know. I was like, what is this weird machine program? You're yeah, using? you know what, man? I already have all kinds of cords going to places. I have no idea where they're going. And it's just too much for me. Well, plus I try to have a uh, conversation with my brother every once in a while on the phone when it's on speakerphone in the car, like through sync or something. Mm-hmm. Getting the timing right and not interrupting people that you can see their mouth right. moving and you can see their mouth waiting to talk, that's difficult. Um, when you can't, when you're not in person, I'm sure it would just be a nightmare. I would just step all over every single joke. I would. And you know bad. it always sounds good on one end, but the other end doesn't sound that good. It, it, yeah, I'd, just, I'd rather do it this way. No, forget it. I feel like, I mean, if, if that's all I'm asking is for someone to drive over. Just show up, man. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Prior to coming back and starting the podcast a couple of weeks ago, uh, we took a huge hiatus over the summertime. And as we were talking about before, 
you know, I carry around this, like a notebook that's pretty raggedy at this point. Um, and you write stuff down in your, uh, my phone in your phone. I used to do a notebook, but now I just go digital cause I'm that, um, advanced. And I used to go digital, but now I do a notepad because for whatever reason, I feel like it's, it's, it feels cooler, but it does. I suck it so does. bad at writing. It's, I can't even read. Well, what I wrote. Yeah. I mean, I can't either. So mine's bad. I was, so I had talked to Ben before we uh, recorded and I was like, Hey, let's, let's purge our notebooks because I said, Hey, you know, what do we have to talk about this week? What I decided was, I said, hey, send me a list of the stuff that you've had, like that you were writing down over that hiatus. And I will, I'll also look at my list and then we'll compare notes or whatever. And we'll go down the line and we'll see if there's anything that, uh, that we still need to get off our chests. And, you know, I'm perennially angry anyway. So I started, I was like, you know what, man, I don't really have anything that's super irritating that happened to me like this week necessarily. But as soon as I started reading through my, my notes, I'm like, you know what? I remember being as angry as I was the day I wrote this stuff down. Like apparently everything bothered me for a long time. And you know what? This is something that has always, it always bothers me. And I don't, I must've written it down at some point because uh, it happened that specific day, but it's something that always comes up. How often do you guys forego like making food at the house? And then like, you know, you're in the hustle and bustle. You either bring home fast food. The wife brings home fast food. I don't, not so much fast food, but I would say def maybe if I'm lucky two to three times a week, it's like, uh, it's like, Hey, this is going to happen. And so at noon she knows and preps it like crock pot or something like that. But it's not, we don't, we don't do like uh Hey, just rush out real quick and buy some ingredients and chop, chop, chop. It's gotta be. I mean, but you never, it's never where she's out or running late. You're home with the kids or the other way around. And she's like, Hey, just like stop by Burger King and, and pick up. Whatever. It's, we eat so much pizza in my house. It's embarrassing. But somebody brings that to you. Yeah. Or we have you, to, we have to, well, it's, it's we failed to prepare. So it's like, just get pizza. We live but, down the street from a place. So it's constantly. But you you have them bring it to you. Mm, you go get it? Go get it. Are yeah. you one of those people that's like, ah, I'd rather it's cheaper if we go get yeah, it. And it's more. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I, I saved, I'm going to add that to my list, too. I, I Talk saved, about people that. I, it's one of my huge I saved two or three dollars by doing it. Uh, but in return, I have to load up. Two, right. I have to load up two kids, get their shoes, coats, get them in there. Then I have to get them out of the car, unless I want to be that weird parent that leaves them in the car when I go in. I guess I'm not supposed to do that. They, uh, yeah, that's always know. a weird thing. I mean, at what age can you leave your kids in the car? I remember years ago, my brother asked me that, and and I, I don't know if I, I might have had my son, but he's real small, or I didn't have any kids, and I think he ran into the post office or something, and I think someone saw and got alarmed or called. I don't know if there was police involved or not, but he ended up calling me and he's like, "Hey, man, so." What is like the rule? When, wh- at what age can you leave him in the car? And I remember going like, at the time I was like, well, dude, you just can't, dude. If you're going somewhere, you have to bring him in with you. I think, but him and his kids were like ten and eight or something, which doesn't seem like a big deal at all. Now mine are four and three, and I'm like, hey, look, I'm gonna go for a quick jog on the beach. If it gets really bad, crack the window. You guys can just <laughs> stay back there. I shouldn't be more than an hour and a half max. I have an 11 year old and a four year old. So now, I mean, my 11 year old's obviously old enough to watch the four year old if I run in somewhere or whatever. Uh, and it usually doesn't happen, but every now and then I want to stop and get a cigar and I can't, I, well, first of all, I couldn't bring them in if I wanted to. So then I have this dilemma. Should I not have a cigar? No, that's stupid. So well, I mean, to I'm get one, running, have one to get one. <laughs> you can, I can't have one. I'm going to go like cut one. the tip off, sit down and talk to your boys. No, right. I'm not talking about sitting down in the cigar lounge. I'm talking about going in, buying a cigar, okay. and coming back and smoking right. in my house. All right. So they can't obviously they can't go into the place anyway, even if I wanted to. So I'm just you know so you don't call your buddies up yeah. and go hey no six thirty is good right yeah I got he'll watch her it's good yeah they got their uh, iPads in the car no so um, it's not like a huge issue for me but anyway I digress so. A lot of times when my, my wife will do this thing where, you know, she gets off and, and usually if she's not here, like I just, I'm, I can't fend for myself. I basically, she gets off work at like eight o'clock. Do you so, ever cook for your family? No. Me personally? Yeah, I mean, do you, I, do I will. Do you ever go like, I'm getting ingredients and chopping no. and cutting and, no. and roasting and flambeing and no. getting my crème fraîche? I won't know. even grill out. What? So, no. so you no. will never, ever provide food unless it's no, I financially. Have. I have, but I just choose not to. But it's pretty, it's very rare. Very yeah. rare. No so kidding. usually, and, and usually we like to eat together as a family. So even if, it also fits my narrative here too. So okay. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
to my wife, I'm like, oh, it's, you know, we'd like to eat together as a family. But really, a lot of it is the fact that I'm like, you know, watching the TV show. I wonder what people locally, I would like to hear the local opinion on, on, the, on the kids in the car thing. Like, what's too long to run in and grab something? I is remember it- my, my mom left me in the car, and I was probably seven or eight with my brother and sister, and I put the car in gear, and it rolled out onto our main road. Did you backwards. really? Yeah. So, no way. Yeah, we were all, like, fighting and messing around. So I you totally got in a car accident or what? Uh, I think the car finally came, like went over a curb and then came to a stop and people like had to avoid a collision. Like, <laughs> okay, so but then my mom, you know, no. I had a collision with my mom's fist, and, you know, when she got to the car. But, but even back then it was like, well, that's gray area. You yeah, know what well, I mean? it was like, don't you do raise that again. your kids one now, way. Now you know what happens if you mess with that gear shifter. Next time I leave you in the parking lot, you know what? You'll know better. Yeah, but I bet <laughs> even other parents were like, well, listen, everybody does it their own way. That's just <laughs> now it's it would be a oh for sure. It would be on Wolf Blitzer. So my wife does this thing where like. She's like, if my wife tells me, Hey, I need you to like, you're out. Could you just bring some food home? Like, can you go to Arby's or whatever, or wherever it is? So let's just use that as an example. I will tell her, she'll say like, Hey, the kids want, the kids want McDonald's. And I'll be like, all right, whatever. And she's like, but I really have a taste for, um, I want a coffee from Dunkin' Donuts. And then I would also like, you know, maybe like, I don't know, I'm like Burger King. Oh no, this ain't a. This ain't an American buffet. Yeah, and so I, I get great I get oh, crazy. No, I'm no, like, no. I'm going to one place. And another rule I have is I won't buy a fountain drink because if I'm carrying all this stuff and I, I don't like to carry the drink tray. So I'm like, just have a can of pop at the house. You don't need a drink. Yeah, no, never. A, but never. my wife has to have fountain drink. She has to have she a fountain drink. Prefers the fountain. No, not prefers. If I don't get it. What the hell is my fountain? I asked her for a fountain. So I every time I scream and yell and I'm like I'm not doing it I'm going I'm here's where I'm going you told me McDonald's so pick something off the McDonald's menu and the next thing I know she'll text me it'll say she makes you order because yeah. it sounds so lame and to say ice cappy and then she'll 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 she won't come off of it she's still like I'm having what I'm having. And as much of a fit as I throw, I always still show up home with it. So, so how many spots you, total are you up to? Oh, I, it could be two or three. It could be oh, most most oh likely most likely two. And I like I said, I pitch a huge fit. However, if it were me, <laughs> like if she was going to get the food, she'd go to eleven places. She would go. She'd be like, "Oh, did you want me to stop? I'll go here, and then I could go here." And she doesn't care. But see, here's where the problem comes in. Fast. The whole point of fast food is the the speed at which you get it. I feel like lack of shame is where the problem comes in. <laughs> the, the speed at which you get it, right? And uh. the the. It's hot, it's prepared, it's ready to eat right now. Yeah. So what I tell my wife is, okay, fine. If you're like for example, she called me the other day and she said, Hey, I'm getting off work. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go to Meatheads. You want Meatheads? And I go, No, that place sucks. I hate Meatheads. I do not want Meatheads. And I was like, I mean, let's can we how about five guys? Can we compromise? She's like, mm, I'll just do both. And then I'm thinking in my head, Well, what she's gonna do is she's gonna go to get five guys first. Then she's yeah. going to go to Meatheads, which means my food's cold. And right? Five Guys Fries are amazing. Right. So what happens is they go from amazing to cold and just not amazing. And in her eyes, she's like, oh, it's fine. We'll just throw it in the microwave. First of all, you can't reheat a French fry. It can't be done. It's no, an impossible it's, thing. You can maybe be done. try the oven, but no one's doing that. No. No one's doing that. She refuses to believe it because my wife will drink. She will have a pop can. I think I told you this in the car. She'll drink a pop. Two days later, she'll get in the car. It's half. It's still half full. She'll she'll drink it. If that's not a fucking metaphor for life, no flat. Way. Oh yeah, doesn't have a problem with it. But yet she needs a fountain soda. She, yeah, that's yeah, a lot needs. of soda range. <laughs> that means like I have very specific needs. I also don't give a damn at all right. about what what. So which is it? Yeah, I don't know. Whatever, man. This is crazy. <laughs> so I get super super no, crazy about the, 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 no. the fast food hustle that I have to do. You know, and that's the, wild. The, Especially, nothing drives me crazier. That's I mean, first world problems, dude. I always tell my wife when she's like, "Hey, do you mind? Can you run out and get something?" I'm like, "Now, the first thing I always say is, it's got to be somewhere where I don't have to get out of the car. I'm not getting out of the car. So, but you now have <laughs> your choice as a drive-through window place. <laughs> so, and again, my wife, if it were up to her, if I asked her, she would get out and do. She would go in anywhere, drive to wherever. It wouldn't matter if it was Maryville. It wouldn't matter, like you know, two towns away. Wow. It's just me. I'm the one. I don't think my wife would even ask. I think she would she would go somewhere and then go, like, you like this place. I think you you should. I'll even tell her sometimes. Hey, like she'll go to um, Potbelly's. Loves it, right? She'll go to Potbelly's and she'll go. Hey, do you want something? If you know, if she asks, and I say, yeah, yeah, get, get me. I like this certain sandwich, you know. And she'll go, nah, that's you always get that. Try something. So she'll <laughs> experiment on my right. stomach. 
You know what I mean? She'll go, nah, yeah. try this Italian one. You want that one. Yeah, I'm tired of ordering that. So it's not only is it going to two or three places. If she lets me know about it, like if I'm lucky enough to get in on this action that just happened, it's, I know it's, you know, you just try this. My wife, after I've been together with her for 20 years, she still could not, like if I say, hey, she'll be like, where do you want? I'm just going to go to McDonald's. You want something? I'll be like, yeah. And then she'll text me, well, what do you want? And I'm like, just give me the same thing. And she she'll be like, I need you to tell yeah. me, like, what, it, what, what do you need? What do you want? And I'm like. Why do we have to go through this every time? Does anybody fluctuate? Single, no, Does anybody I go to don't. go to like McDonald's and go? You know, I, I'm going to try the Big Mac today. Next time, it's like, no, I'll just. I think I'll. Everybody's got like one or two things. Some, and I, even it, those, you're not happy about having done it. Don't you, know you I mean? feel though that obviously some people do because I always happen to get in line at the drive-through behind the person who has the window down and they're you see them in their car, and they're looking. They look to their passenger and a couple words get exchanged and they they talk. Then they look to the backseat passenger, and then they talk. And it's like, have you discussed? My rule about going through the drive-thru with my family is also also specific. I need to know what you want before I pull up to the window. Now, we're not facilitating. <laughs> we're not. There's not going to be a, well, let me look at the Because the minute the guy fires off, what do you need? It's boom, boom, and we're That's funny because my wife says I'm the worst drive-thru order ever. Really? I think I'm good at it because – but what happens is I give way too much. She's like, they don't care how your day is. I'm like, hey, how's it going? Like, okay, what's your order? Well, I don't know. How's this? Is this tasty? And then, like, it gets into right. like this. She's always like, you're just saying way too many things. She, they want to know. You say number three, diet. Right. That's it. That's it. That's all that you know what I mean. But apparently, I. Uh, you're one of those. Two, I expound huh? upon. Yeah, I go along. No, I my guess. wife will pull up and she'll be like, wait, pull pull up to the sign, and then she'll read each thing. You go first. And I'm like, no, I'll be like, I'm not getting anything. So you order. And then I, I refuse if it's just her ordering and she's forced me to pull over and get her a, a soft drink or something really quick. I will literally lean back and let her yell. I have her shout her order over me because I'm like, she'll always have these crazy. Uh, so give me an anything bagel. But if you could have them shake off the poppy <laughs> seeds and then I don't want give me some monster cheese. Uh, on there. Do they have monster out. cheese? Can they scoop up most oh, of the bread from God. that bagel and just put other stuff in it? Right. Low carb. And then also tell my the coupon, but it's for the, it's for the one in monster. It's not for this one. So see if they'll still honor that coupon. Well, here's why nobody should ever get picky in fast food because every time you order fast food and yeah, I do it, but every time it's like that early twenties stayed till the bar closed, went home with the wrong person. Every time it's like that because you know right before you make the decision to say green light, yes, I'm going to go ahead with this, you know like this is not a great idea, but I'm super hungry. I want to do, do this very much. Mm. You know it's going to be a bad idea later. You know there's not going to be a ton of variance. It's not going to be like, well, this decision could mean a lot in the future. You know what I mean? Right. Whatever I pick now is really going to – have a large effect on what I do 24 hours from now. It's, it's never the case. Just get whatever it is. You're going to not be hungry anymore. No one's going to have a great time. And everyone's going to have a ton of regret. Well, <laughs> every time. In addition to, like, my kids always want to get out and eat inside the restaurant, too. And, I'm of course, I'm not having it. There's no there's kids no Kids love eating that. in fast food places. I haven't. Before I had kids, I didn't do it for, like, 20 years. Yeah. For what? Even the ones without the playgrounds, because I don't. A lot of them don't have those anymore. Probably for I'm assuming insurance purposes or whatever. Trust me, everywhere in the region that has a playground, I'm aware of it now. <laughs> I'm aware of it. I go to every single restaurant that has the gross tubes. That yeah. I used to go, who puts their kid in there? Now I'm like, all right, kids, Tuesdays and Thursdays, you know where we're going. So you could look at your Twitter for 25 minutes in peace. Y maybe, yeah. Maybe take one picture. And Dude, I go to the McDonald's on the Boulevard in Highland when it's warm out. I'm there every hour on the ones. <laughs> Dude, I'm, t I'm telling you, it's insane. It's Michael Rappaport, and you're listening to the Hey My Man podcast. My, my last grievance that I have written down here is I, I had gone through a fast food restaurant in the morning, and uh, in the drive-thru, they have like an elderly guy working, you know, he's like sweeping up the parking lot. It never fails, whether it be driving, whatever old, like if you're over, let's say, 60 years old, probably 57 years old, and you're a dude, you really literally care about nothing that anyone else cares. Like, you are in your own head. You're like, I've lived this long. And maybe How old the, are you saying? Like 57. I don't know. I mean, maybe the, the scale's uh, moved a little bit more since we haven't, you know. But yeah, but that's I, still confident enough to be excited about things, well, but yet been around long enough to the, not give a shit. This is a guy who does not put on his turn signal. 
doesn't give Neither. two shits. To, I already you know, just quit doing over. that years ago. <laughs> you know, uh, go where I but want. the kind of guy who literally, you know, farts in public doesn't care. The kind you know what I'm you talking about. You can just about? say my father-in-law if you want. The, the, the kind of guy that wears wet red sweatpants uh, in public. The, you know what those people are? Super happy. The kind of guy those that walks around so the, uh, the the gym locker room. Oh, dong out all yeah, the time. Dong yeah, out that doesn't time. include mine, but yeah. Uh, well, you've never seen him in a gym locker room, have you? I don't think so, but I, I guess. Yeah. I, it's funny that you bring that up because I had a, a good buddy of mine uh, for years, you know, friends for a long time, known as old man, talked to him, you know, been around the house. And I went to I started going to a new gym, and uh, his old man was in the in the went to the oh, gym. I, no. I saw his dad naked in the locker room, and I was like, "This did. just shifted the power. Of like our friendship did. is never going to be the same, ah, dude." Ah, because ah, his dad ah, came right up to me, saw me, and like, "Hey, what's going on, Dave? How you yeah. been? How's the how's the family? You know what's going on?" And we had a conversation, dong out, not mine, his. <laughs> oh no! And I'm th- I'm like, man. On two fronts, I can't wait to get well, out of he here so I can call my day. wife and tell her this happened, and then ask her if she thinks it's appropriate for what. How long I have to wait before oh, I tell dude. my buddy that I seen his dad's wiener? Oh, right away you say that. Oh, yeah, immediately. <laughs> like I, I would actually. I tell went him. calling my wife just. To, I just said, forget that first call, making the second. I'd call. be like, Mr. Johnson, hold on. So I have to make a phone call. <laughs> it's about your dog. You may want to do earmuffs, but I'm gonna make a phone call real quick. And so it was a weird conversation. With I said, "Hey, I seen your dad. You, oh, your dad, goes, so your dad goes to the gym. I go to. Oh yeah, yeah. He started going there. You know, uh, he said he, you know, he likes it. Whatever. He just, I said, yeah, I seen his dong. He's in, in the locker. He's like, what? Yeah, he was in the locker room, dude. The guy came right up to me and just started talking. And it's not a king of the forest thing either. I, I used to think it was, but it doesn't matter, dude. It no, can be. No, no, no. And uh, here. Not to say, not to disparage, or not to uh, talk greasy on my buddy's family. <laughs> no, no, please, go into depth on it. I'm just saying, I agree <laughs> with you on that. It doesn't. It, it's not definitely not a king of the jungle. No, thing. it had nothing to do with establishing dominance. There's, yeah, no, there's old dudes that it's like there's no reason to be walking around showing like no one, you know, that's no one's gonna be proud of that. But it's like, hey, I don't care. I'm shaving, dude. I'm brushing my teeth. That's the worst, man. That is. That's where people don't. Well, maybe they do the realize it. it the... Absolutely. No. Oh, <laughs> it, my God. Not it, the guy, the place. Oh, no. Not there either. I, I, multiple, I I've been multiple of, places. There is a hub of naked old men in Lake County in the region, <laughs> and everybody knows where it is. Everybody knows this gym. And if you want to see a thousand naked old dudes, that's where you go day or night. Speaking of which, I got to see if they have a deal going on. <laughs> it's never weird if you're just how you normally would be. It's not weird. You go shower. You do whatever. You get a towel. That's, there's nothing weird about that. It gets weird where it's like, dude, you don't do this at home, do you? Or do you? Like that's I sure don't. I mean, no. at my, in my own bathroom, I don't. Even if I didn't have kids, I wouldn't be like, well, i got to scramble eggs. Underwear is going to have to wait. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's crazy. God. Uh, it, it, it's, it's, it's very oh. – uh, but anyway, so, so this guy – We went this, from fast food to that? This, this old guy, is, he's, he's sweeping the drive through lane. And I'm I've paid and I'm waiting to move up to my next window and I'm kind of in a hurry, and the guy I'm like, do I honk? Like, what's the deal? The guy's bending down and he's picking up a little cigarette. But now I understand he's doing, but he's going out of the way to, to really do the job well and he doesn't want to leave any cigarette butt behind. But it's like I also need to get my food and I got other shit I got to do today, dude. I mean, how how long? So I'm like, do I honk? Do I? And I did the little nudge up where I I got a little closer, then I got a little too close for comfort, thinking the guy's gonna say, oh, I could I could feel the heat from your engine on my back. So yeah, I'll hurry up and move out of the way. But I think the guy probably was thinking, listen, if I do that every time a car pulls up, I'll never get this job done. So I thought, you know, maybe you need to put out one of those things that, like the public works puts out, like the big wood construction barrier, and just say, hey, until this thing's moved. I'm going to sweep for the next five minutes. Then the lane will be open again. This guy was not moving, did not give two shits whether or not I was in a hurry. So I, I let out one of those, like, you know, the uh, like a check honk? Like yeah. A, where I, I, if he looks up, I'd just be like, oh, it was I just it, yes. it, it totally it Oops. Was accident. Oops, but if he it. got out of the way, I'd be like, hey, thanks. Same thing. Uh, did that. Guy didn't care. Then I thought, eh, maybe he's wearing headphones. I don't know what the deal is. Dude, this guy t- finally just turned around and gave me, like, a like as I was inching up and doing check honks and then finally a full honk, finally waved me through like oh, I was so a Oh, so he knew the Brahma whole time, ball. like, all right, jerk, yeah. go, go, hurry up. Yeah. Hurry. Then, I, then I felt like a jerk. I yeah. did feel like a jerk. Well, you should. I mean, the guy's picking up cigarette butts. He's just trying to do a good job. He's trying to be thorough. Yeah, and then I thought, you know what? This could be Ben's grandpa.
Dude, speaking of putting up like ropes, you said, or like like blocking something mm-hmm. off, we're of course renovating some crap on our house. Of course, we were remodeling our house because that's what what I do for a living. I remodel my own house. This is the and same I don't house, ever, still? same house. Okay, same house. Yeah, I had to build a little tiny house inside of it and remodel that. <laughs> we went to Home Depot and we were buying some stuff, and they had to get our uh, vanity from up high. It was like on the shelf. You know, it's heavy. Now, I, I drove a forklift for like two, like 10 years or seven to 10 years, something like that. Before I became a dog trainer, I worked a uh, forklift for a long time. They have to, in order for them to get this box down off the second level, oh my God, dude, you would have thought Obama was coming to Home Depot. It was amazing. He had to get a flag person, spotter. They had to get a spotter. She's got two flags. They had to go all the way to the end, not just your area, all the way to the end of the aisle. Pull the little thing across, latch it, like the little, um, like accordion-style gate, mm-hmm. all the way to the other end. Accordion-style gate. Do that one. Then do an aisle check the aisle over in case they bump it and something falls and smashes someone's face on the other. It took like 12 minutes, and this guy backs, and then he has to put his harness. Dude, he's going he's going seven feet in the air. Me picture like when, a, when an Imperial spacecraft lands in the Death Star, and there's, they converge, and everybody's waiting for this whole thing. Like when all the stormtroopers are lined <laughs> <Yes>. up? <laughs> yeah, I'm picturing Darth Vader to walk out of this forklift. <laughs> right. But, uh, yeah, he has to go like seven feet up, and he has to put his jumpsuit on like mm-hmm. he's like he's like uh like he's going super to, dave like he's an astronaut yeah he's, he's gonna um jump over the gorge right <laughs> all the way to get this thing and and it took about 10 seconds for him to get our piece of furniture and drop it and i was like dude you guys just took 15 minutes to get one fork you know uh i i guess i'm getting old because i'm like dude in my time we would have just like thrown bungee cords and rocks at that thing till it fell and caught it or, or, or one guy would have drove by a bunch of kids real fast, like honking the horn, get out of the way, asshole, and grabbed it down. It was so crazy. But when when you drove a forklift, if I'm not mistaken, it's inside of a warehouse, not where there was, like, consumers. Yeah, it wasn't out. a retail place. So I agree, because I did the same thing. I, I was a, I, I drove a forklift. It's I like, drove just don't a forklift even around one. like it was the last day I was going to be on Earth. Uh, I've knocked down shelves. I've smashed. Oh, my God. Uh, Cases of pop. I put forks through just about walls. I can't believe this has never come up, man. This, the stories that people have in warehouse with forklifts. It's, we would literally have like it was like Mad Max. We would have, just we would have races down the aisle on the pallet jack ones, like where you're skateboarding on a pallet jack. Both, both. Okay. We had stand ups and sit downs, and uh, well, I should say their names. But we're driving around down the aisle, literally smashing into each other with the bodies of our forklifts, like hitting each other, you know. Like, like trying to shove... 900 pound fork. Oh, dude. Demolish anything. Kill anyone that's passed. Trying to smash that other person into pallets full of food or whatever you have. Just It was seriously like, uh, you know, one time a guy pulled out a silver thing of spray paint, sprayed it in his mouth, and goes, witness! And just took off. Down. Yeah, I made that last part up. But yeah, it was it, it was insane. Yeah, because so, I worked at a grocery store where we had not only a baler, which was awesome to play with, but we had also like one of those huge trash like wall trash compactors that was probably like the size of like a 150 inch television square, you know? Yeah, yeah. You yeah, just yeah. throw anything you can into that thing and then yeah. hit the button and it just it falls down in there. Like the one from Superman, yeah, three. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That thing was sweet. I mean, the, the baler was was we would the amount of stuff we would crush in a baler because it'd say, oh, you know, hey, keep your hands out of the way. This thing could crush a human being without any problem. Like that, I heard. Yeah, that's what I heard. But can it crush a 12-pack of uh, Miller Lite bottles? We're going to have to see. It, yeah. We're going to have can, to find can out. Can it also – in now, we've done the Miller Lite bottles. Let's let's do also some bleach and uh, what else do we got over here? Some toilet paper. We got some tomato sauce. Yeah. You know. And all that would be done with headphones in my ears too. <laughs> I would have – be, I'd be blasting music, doing Mad Max, smashing into – Smashing into God knows what. Unfortunately, I didn't. When I was there, there was no earbuds at the time. I think we still had big foamy uh, headphones. I remember putting my foot down and trying to make like a big argument as to why I should be able to have. I should be able to wear headphones. I mean, this is ludicrous that I shouldn't be allowed to blare Deftones in my ear while I scream down right. aisles. Uh, and, and so to go from that to seeing a guy like put his harness on to get one box, it, it must have been how my father all looks at me like when I swing a hammer. He's like, but just. Just put it. I'll, just, I'll do it. Just put it. Just put it down. I go to this place by my house, 
where it's all um, all the the bouncy houses. You know, they have places now where it used to be like one bouncy house is cool, but they have places now where there's like three separate indoor rooms, bouncy houses, all filled with bouncy castles, and it's amazing. It is like um, they might, they might, my kids go there all the time. We go there like every week, right? They got these chairs now. Instead of just normal chairs, they have in a way to make a few bucks. It's a massage chair. It does like those. You ever sit in those seats where they plug in and the little silver balls that go up, you know, to give you the shiatsu massage. Where they, you know, you can buy them like, what the hell, like Sharper Image or yeah. I guess probably. I know what you're talking about. I've yeah. Never, I've never had them. Well, they have these big ones. They're like recliners that have built-in ones. And it goes, does your legs and your whole body. The thing is. Is that, so that's for the parents? That's for the parents. Where the kids are bopping around, yeah. parents can sit there and get a, a massage and enjoy themselves. It's like a dollar a minute, five bucks for whatever. So if you don't put money in it, it beeps. Because, in case you didn't know what a beep sounded like, it beeps as a reminder, hey, you haven't paid. Get, get out. out. <laughs> right. Get out. Let somebody else sit on one of the plastic chairs, which aren't, they don't cost money. People see it and they just go like, oh, that's more cozy. Like, right. I, I'm... I'm lazy. I'd rather sit in that one. It's like, no, this isn't just a recliner for you to chill out. Every time I go, beep, beep, nonstop beeping. And the people are just on their phone talking to each other like they don't notice it. And this happened two or three times. And I'm just looking at it. And, I, dude, I got, like, the, the, the ADD thing going on. There has on. to be women. Both. Really? I've seen both. And the reason I say that is because my wife... My mom, from personal experience, have this uncanny ability. Like if you're like you don't have you ever see the uh, the old commercial for the the um, Family Guy where it's uh, Stewie. And he's like mom, 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 mm-hmm. mom. And mm-hmm. my, my my wife has the uncanny ability to just tune everyone out. For, oh. for dogs barking, kids asking questions, it doesn't matter. Again, it's probably a symptom of happiness. These people <laughs> are probably happy doing this, but it's beeping. I'm across the entire place. I shouldn't even be able to hear it, but that's all I hear. My kids are dad, dad, dad. All I hear is beep, beep, and I look, and it's never, ever been a person. It's never been a fit person. It's always <laughs> someone who it's like, maybe you should stand up a while. Right. Would it kill you to just, I don't know, play with your kids, walk around? It's always someone who looks like they should be sitting less. Well, it happened several times in a row. Just kept seeing it. I started doing dirty looks. I started looking constantly. Just keep looking to see like if they notice. Just talking. This one dude was just staring off into space. Thousand yard stare, straight forward, while it's beeping. Nobody even near him. So, I started working my way up. I started bumping it up. I started going um, like the <laughs> third or fourth time. I walked up, and I go, "Hey, do you hear that?" This woman's, "Oh, yeah." What? Like you're questioning where do you? Do you, are you yeah, like I was playing dumb. I was like, "Do you hear that beeping?" Uh, the, the, the beeping? Like, what do you mean? Yeah, do you hear that beeping? And I'm, and, you know, like in translation, I'm going the loud ass beeping that you're causing. I said, did you hear that beeping? Oh, and then I go, I think that's your chair. <laughs> like, like I'm playing. Right. So I think <laughs> your chair is making sounds because it wants money. So you should either put money in or not be there. <laughs> so I'm just saying like things like that. Oh, oh, that's weird. Sometimes people just go like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's my chair. Like that's yeah, like, chair makes a weird beeping. So noise. started doing that. Sometimes it worked. Sometimes it didn't. Last time I went there, it was, I walked in, heard the beeping. Didn't look at him, didn't say a word, just walked through the chair and unplugged it. I just pulled the plug and then went to and then went and watched the kids. And I don't know if they maybe they thought I worked there or not, but I was just like, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it today. I'm not going to explain to you why you're ignorant and rude. I'm just whoop. Just do you pull it think right out. that anyone ever pays? Do, I mean, have you? How many? I do. Oh, you do. Once in a while, yeah. <laughs> I was actually the the lady that works there. I was actually telling her about. I was complaining to this about her because that's what I do. I was like, hey, what's up with these chairs? Like, be man, these people are so stupid. They don't know. Well, I got there and I just got done doing 10 minutes. She didn't want to hear about the chairs. I sit down there and my kids are jumping and it's not taking my dollar bill because it's like wrinkly. So it starts going, making the noise. I'm trying to mess. It was like curb your enthusiasm. I'm trying to put it in. And the lady walks in and she goes, really? 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 I must have had the Larry David face like, no, 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 I swear. So I, uh, so I, then I felt I'm going to like put a bunch of stupid money in there. But it's just so crazy. We've talked before about like how. I might possibly have this social anxiety thing where I don't ever like to – in my personal life, I put everybody out. But people I don't know, I never, ever like to make – like, I don't don't ever wait on me. You know what I mean? If we go to the grocery store and you don't have a coupon, it doesn't matter. I'll pay double for everything. Just let me get out of here. I feel weird. So for that kind of um, brain wiring, it doesn't make any sense how people can just sit there and uh, 
Like, like it's my chair. You know what I mean? To I me, agree. Yeah. Those are people that never, ever as a kid got told, not now. Not now. It's not your turn. Hush. Quiet. You know what I mean? It never. Because, because it's, yeah, it's like it about me. Yeah, the minute it starts bothering other people, you'd be like, oh, if I sit here, even though it's comfortable, it's, everyone's going to look at me and be like, and it's going to annoy the shit out of people. So I'm just going to get up. Yeah. You'd think. Yeah. But it's like, nah, it's, you know. It's my yeah, world. No. It's my world, dude. Right. It's my world. That's insane. And even when you come up to them, they still just continue to sit there. Yeah, I'll. Well, I'll take it a step further. Another thing that was there. If you have, this is weird because it was it was a two in one. It was a twofer with this massage chair. If you have tattoos of like naked women on you, I'm cool with it. I'm a big fan of naked women. But if you have that, at what point are you not allowed to be in certain places, or should you? At what point does it get weird? Like if you're at a kid's place and you have like these naked big booby chicks all over like your body and tattoos. It's I feel like you can do that. That's cool. But you do have to sail. You have to like the moment you step off of a Harley, you can't you can't have those anymore. You can't go like, oh, I'm going to take Tristan and uh, Devin, my two kids in the bouncy house with with these big booby. No, because it's either you're a dude that does that or you're a dude that does I, I think that so let's say 10 years ago or whatever, it was maybe a little bit longer. Uh, the tattoo thing became like when I started getting tattoos and lots of tattoos, mm-hmm. um, it, it, there still wasn't a lot of people who had like sleeves and I don't have, I have one, like, I guess you call it like a, a three quarter sleeve and then like a half sleeve on the other side. As soon as that I guy wish I had no, song. Not because I don't like the quality of them, but I wish I had no tattoos at all. I'm kind of that way. I, too. I just, I'm just over it. So now I'm like judgment. It's like quitting smoking. You know what I mean? Like the minute I quit smoking, I was like, these smokers, man, this is the disgusting same thing. thing ever. I have several of them, and I used to have piercings. I took them all out and stuff, and I look at people now, and I'm like, lame. <laughs> I judge like crazy stuff I did myself. It's horrible. I will ne- like my arm that I have the three quarter sleeve, there's still stuff that needs to be done that it's just, it's obviously unfinished. And I'm just shading all the naked women. I'm just not going to do it. I just don't care anymore. My wife gets, she's like, well, I mean, shouldn't you just for continuity? I'm like, no, I'm not going to do it. I have a big chunk on my arm, not spending one more dollar on tattooing. That's just me. Okay. But, but I that's agree. a region as hell. Half a sleeve. That's a region move, <laughs> half man. Half of a half a sleeve. <laughs> like start it and then go like, ah, you know what I mean? Uh, my hours got cut at the it, mill. It, and again, a lot of it did originally became about economics because it was just so expensive. But the other part of it was just like, what? Where does it end? Where does it end? You know, I I think if you're a tat, if you are I'll tell in you band, where it ends, it ends at Funflatables <laughs> when you got your kid there and you got a gauge in your ears and you get you look like some tribesman and you have naked booby people over your forearm. That's where it ends. I feel like if you're in a band, or if you're a tattoo artist. Yeah, Those that's are the okay two then. exceptions to the rule. Yes, I agree. And when I say you're in a band, I mean you're in a band professionally. That's how you make a living. Not if you're in a band that you know mm, gigs yeah, out at, at the local uh, brew pub. Uh, you know what how I'm saying? How dare you? No. <laughs> <But> <laughs> right, 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 you don't right. have that. No, I don't have that. So look, neck tattoos. Any, it, it, it just it gets crazy. I I, I can't stand it. Um, Do you think it's age or like that you got no, bored with it, or I, is it a mixture of both? I don't know if it's age because I know a lot of people that are my age that are nowhere near as curmudgeonly as I am. And I don't know what happened to me because I was that guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. I I was that guy. Like I could have seen myself maybe getting a neck tattoo at the time when I was getting really tattooed, you know, getting lots of tattoos. Um, It's like you were trying to look just like Fred Durst, but what happened? (laughs) (laughs) It's like somewhere along the line, you just stopped liking Limp I just get so insane. I get so angry when somebody comes up to me now. Um, and I don't care. It doesn't matter what their financial position is, but when they're like, "Oh, check it out, I'm, get some tattoo therapy." Or oh, I wait see a minute, Cage Fighter Two tattoo therapy. Just to add on to your Cage Fighter Two, they can be all. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. Okay. I mean, whatever. So three. I'm just saying, <laughs> it, it, it bothers me when somebody else even spends money on tattoos or or, ta- or, or at yeah. this age. Yeah. It's like. And I understand, like, right where I'm at now at 40, it's like that's the big midlife crisis er- time for yeah. people. I don't know, man. It's just, it's like, it's been done. It's over. When do you know, when do you know when it's going from your opinion to midlife crisis? I've had a few things in the past. I don't know, few, man. I've that's had a, a few things in the past few weeks where I'm like, is this a midlife crisis or is this just like what I do? I've just been like this for so long now. It's like, it just, 
any any new thing that irritates me, just add it to the list of shit that irritates me. You know? <laughs> well, like, I've worn Chuck Taylors forever, but if somebody looks at you and goes, dude, you're 35, you're wearing Chucks. What is this, a midlife crisis? like, no, I just never, uh, I guess I never got right. Well, I think <laughs> some, I mean? some part of that is you being a dude where it's like, well, I, I don't know, I... I my old ones got ruins, so I just got new ones. Like I didn't even think about yeah. it. There's what am just I supposed like, to replace look at men's my health old and Chuck see with which? Chuck yeah, am I supposed to look and find out which shoes are cool now, or am I supposed to spend the least amount of time thinking about my shoes as possible? I mean, I, again, which you, is what I enjoy you, doing. You have a running list of things I like and things I don't like, just from you know being on <laughs> from me talking on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. this is something I've always had. The things that you like unequivocally for sure: uh, the 1980s, bad television. Well, come on. <laughs> yeah, that's my opinion a little okay. bit. Uh, sushi. Yep. East Coast comedians. Yep. Bangs on women. Yes. Cigars. Yep. Not playing music, but the idea of playing music. <laughs> Chinese food. The oldies and Footloose. I, I love those all things those. are all, those are great. That's a solid list. Yeah, it's the, list. I would argue the bangs maybe, but let me just say so. So this this totally. Perfectly rolls into uh, another thing I wanted to talk about. So on on the hiatus, uh, me and Ben had this conversation where Ben was like, "Hey, listen, I, I've pretty much given you like fifty invitations to come see me perform in my band and and uh, perform live, and and you've you've said no every single time, or sometimes you just don't even bother to answer back." That so, band, by the way, would be one timer. We've been playing at local craft breweries in Northwest Indiana, Chicagoland area. So. My response to Ben uh, at that time was, listen, it has nothing to do with you. It wouldn't matter if my, my own mother was in a band, my brother, whoever. I just, I'm that, I just don't, I can't stand seeing live music. Yeah. Uh, cover band stuff. I, it just blows, it, I can't well, stand it. That's why I never pushed it. Like, why would you want to go see cover? You've been in a band, why would you want to go see covers that much? Right. Unless but, it's but like, you, hey, what's something to do? You didn't push it, but you were definitely always saying like, hey, I'm playing. So, yeah. you know, just throwing the invitation out there. And then at some point, you know. It, we it got to the point where it was like, hey, you know, I've asked you 50 times, are you ever going to come see my band or, or what? And so finally, you know, I was like, I pretty much said no, but then I decided I was going to come anyway. So um, a couple things I wanted to ask you, because when I was in a band, my band played originals. We'd throw a cover in there, but this was like yeah. back in the day. We weren't playing in bars. We, we have a record on iTunes. I mean, we have originals, but it's like when you're playing in a certain setting, you know, what I mean, when you're going, when people are going to see live music, original music, it's it's one of those things where it's like well, I could I could play a long time of originals we wrote, but if someone's not there to see you, it's different. You know what I mean? If you're going there to have beer and food, and there's a band there, cool. You hear but, a song, you know what I mean? Well, let me ask you. So this is something I wanted to ask you. That's about. a Chicago Northwest Indiana like dichotomy. That's a, that's a weird thing. You go to Chicago, it's everywhere is original. You go to the region; it's it's a lot of covers. You can find both in both, but so so if you were gonna do uh, say stand up comedy in an open mic, um, I would tell other people jokes. Second, you, <laughs> you you would, I would be like, hey, you're all right, baby. This is a tough crowd. Yeah. You, you would tell your jokes and uh, live or die by them, whatever. But when yeah. you go to an open mic night for a band, which is what you, that night you weren't you weren't billed as your band. Like you guys went up there; right, and it was an open right. mic. You were hosting an open mic on this particular night. I was overcoming the Ebola. First of all, I had it was like a destination wedding. I had to drive super far away, oh, super far. And then was I, it twenty minutes. And then yeah, then I get and it was oh it was God. inclement weather, and <laughs> I just wanted That's I want true. you to know I really I went out of my way to make this happen. And then I got to, I the, know, I to the area of the show, and I'm like, there's nowhere to park, so I park in a parking lot where there was a. Uh, uh, it was like a you know for businesses or whatever, and it said, "Hey, anybody not for this business is going to be towed." However, it's after hours, so I'm trying. I we park me and my wife park, oh, and I'm like, you feeling. know what? Actually, I'm leaving because it's like Chicago. You never know if you can, if you yeah, can't. What the rule is? The I'm like, I'm terrified about getting my car towed because then it's a whole hassle on how I'm going to get the thing back. I got to get home. I have a babysitter. So I told my, my wife's like, you know what? Just leave it here. It's I'm sure this just means while the business is open. I'm like, well, I'll tell you right now. If my car gets towed, Ben's paying for half of this. I'll tell you right now. And she's like, why would Ben pay for half of this? I'm like, he made me come here. I mean, he basically browbeat me to come see him. And now I came see him. My car is going to get towed. Yeah. So we come in there, obviously, in a positive attitude. And, uh, you know, we saw, I think you guys... You and uh, your band performed, and then like a, there was a, another guy, and like some people came in afterwards and performed too. Mm. But um, all in all, it was great, whatever. Uh, but a couple questions I had, I wanted to ask you specifically about being in a. I don't even know. You wouldn't call it like a cover band when you do those things. Like your band is not a cover band. Yeah, well, that's what's weird. That's what's weird about us because like we could be. Ba- I mean, basically, I guess we are. For intent- it depends on what 
the venue wants. You know what I mean? Like we can play. Like if we, usually, if you're playing with other bands, you just do your stuff. Like you don't go and play, uh, you know, American Girl with a punk rock show. People are, you know, it'd be right. weird. But when it's a gig, like, hey, you have to entertain for. Yeah, but okay. can you entertain for three hours? In, in it's this, like, well, dude, uh, Springsteen does three hours. You know. In the same respect, though, it's not like you're gonna a venue's gonna call and they're like, okay, so we're gonna need one. We would like one timer to play. We're gonna do an all death metal night tonight, so we need you guys to prepare some deicide. We need you to prepare some obituary and some immortal and some other. Yeah. No. So yeah. so you. I guess my point being is why I just need to come out and ask you why the hell the, the same whenever I it's been years, but whenever I see a cover band, right, they always play the same, the same songs. songs. Yeah. Now, so your band goes out there and you play a song. Then the guy, another guy, you take a break, you announce another guy. He comes up. He may play the exact song you play. Yeah. Yeah. We've we've I mean, we've done like open mic nights where it's like. I'll go, I'll, go, I'll go, what do you want to play? And we'll throw out like 15 songs that we could do. And then when the next the person that plays before us, like, check that off. Check that off. Check that off. Yeah, yeah, it's like a roast where like your joke gets told. The reason is because these of, guys still go up and they maybe you don't, but they do. They'll go up and play the same song. Oh, I've seen it. I've yeah, seen I it. Yeah, I saw it. Some people did you? Yeah. Some yeah. Some people if like some people it's, it's like their first time doing it too, so they maybe are, only prepare they, like they five feel songs. confident doing right. five songs, and if you played one of them already, they'll be damned if they don't do it their way. This is going to be a, a shocking. Uh, kicking the nuts to people, but but Johnny Cash is not that great. Okay, just all in all, he plays some music that's easy to sing to and 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 play yeah. if you're a a lackluster musician. I really like some of his songs, and a lot of them I'm I'm indifferent about. Tons but of but them. like like Folsom Prison Blues, which every single time you uh, go to see like a, a bar band, they will yeah. play Folsom Prison Blues and American Girl. And it's like okay, that's fine, whatever. It's just not that. Let's let's find something else to play. It's yeah. the same shit. Folsom Prison. I remember Blues. years ago in a cover band, I uh, I almost left the band because they wanted to do every rose has its thorn. And I was like, no, they thought I was joking. I was like, I'm not doing that. And they're like, yeah, but seriously. <laughs> and I was like, no, I'm I'm fucking I'm walking, dude. I'm that's not, where you drew the line. Yeah, at, at, at poison. I was like, I'm just not doing poison. I'm sorry. I'm just not doing it. And I ended up being a singer in like this. Uh, like poison cover band. <laughs> yeah, I ended up uh, I ended up actually getting reconstructive <laughs> surgery, just exactly like he did, which is weird. No, but I ended up being like in another cover band where we did a lot of '80s like hair stuff. But at that point, I just like embraced it. Okay, so but, but I, to I answer your question, point... it's it's the where, the when, and the who. You know what I mean? Uh, in the in the like okay, there's Chicago and there's Northwest Indiana. Like in the region, people people don't certain places they want to come out. And they want to see original stuff. And similar to like when you go up to McDonald's and you order, I know I'm gonna get number five. I just know it. When they come out, for some reason. It, they want to hear American Girl, and 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 I'm with you because I remember I used to have like a big set list. I wanted to do all this Radiohead, this I wanted to do Nirvana, but shit nobody heard. You know what I mean? I had all these different stuff, and uh, it just you it goes over like a lead balloon. Like you love it, but the crowd is kind of like and 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 when you want to be asked back, and when you want the crowd to enjoy it, you want some audience participation. Why do you think everybody yells Freebird? Okay. I fucking, dude, I would never, ever, ever want to play Freebird. <laughs> but in this, I don't think I have In this bar I times. saw you in, let's just say there was 35 people there. Uh-huh. Okay. Most of the people, this has zero to do with you. It has zero to do with your band or anybody else, but they're bullshitting and the music is background music. Okay. Because again, it's all standard stuff. And if they hear a song that they go, oh, I like that. They made, they made while they're talking to their friend, they're singing the song a little bit or whatever. Yeah, and that little bit of familiarity is nice when you're playing, especially like acoustic. You're not, you're not melting anybody's face off. You're not shredding. But, but why? It's, it's very much based on a give and take with, with the audience. And if the audience is just sitting there, not into it, like, I'm like, all right. But all what's right, not fuck into it? All right, it. fuck it, dude. Folsom Prison Blues. You but, know what I mean? But what's not into it? I mean, do you do you is your idea that you want to take me out of the conversation along. I have? If I'm having a conversation with my wife, is your objective to have me stop that, turn, be watching you and like nodding my head and singing along? It's a or? weird narcissism, but yeah. You know what kinda, I'm saying? Kind of. It's yeah. a weird question. I mean, like. No, no. Well, okay. There's certain places I play when we do Bob Marley. Everybody gets up, holds their beer up. You know, woo, they love it. And it's like whether I, I like the song, okay? You know, but. I want them to have a good time. Otherwise, it's going to be me playing fake plastic trees by myself in a corner, and no one's going to give a shit. You know what I mean? That's why I guess I got I've... this weird pop phase, dude. Man, I started like learning covers of like Bieber, like all this weird because I just felt like doing it because it was fun. Nobody wants to hear it. I'll play, it. dude. I'll... I know like ten weekend songs on acoustic. I, I swear, I always joke on Twitter. 
I really would just play the weekend on acoustic if they'd let why, me. Okay, in the argument that you're making, though, why wouldn't you? Well, if the crowd's not into it, they don't stay as long. Yeah, but they don't stay along. They you, don't. You don't. You don't play twelve weekend songs, but you put one in. I do. Okay, I that, do. That's okay. kind of the way I make the set list. I even play some like um. There's that weekend song like earned it right. I always pepper that in. If it goes over, great. If it doesn't, I always say, hey, that one's for me. Some some of these are just for me. Right. And as a matter of fact, in our set list, we'll play like five or six originals, just in there. Like if the crowd's reacting well and they're having a good time, we'll go, hey, thanks for being cool. This is one of ours. How does a thirty forty something crowd react well uh clapping yelling <laughs> drinking hooting hollering okay not throwing fruit at you but i i again oh, showing their boobs in a, in a bar situation where you're a cover band and you're playing acoustically i i think that i always look at that just like background music like you i really expect you. someone to be turning and, and like really paying attention to you and not paying attention to the people they're with not expected, if you were playing inside real, secretly hoping yeah if you were if you were playing um you know plugged in instruments like a live Full live performance. That's live why band. The, yes. the cover and live thing matters more. You know what I mean? Because it's like if you're background music, if if you're not paying a hundred percent attention and it's a song you don't know, you're a hundred percent tuned out. But would you not say that you could probably off the top of your head, and I know for a fact you can, name fifteen songs that you could go to any bar tonight, and if it's a cover band, they're gonna at least play sure. you know yeah. ten of them. Oh yeah. Yeah. Without sure. a doubt. For sure. And and that's what I'm saying, like just mix it up a little bit, man. Yeah, well, um, we tr- and that's the good thing about trying to throw new stuff in, too. It's like, okay, I tell you what, I will play Simple Man, but I'm also going to play The Weeknd, so, you know what I mean, or something mm-hmm. like that, too. So. I saw Kung Fury. Uh, I did watch it. You asked me to watch the uh, Netflix original Kung Fury. It's like a the amazing film, twenty-seven minute maybe or thirty-two minute something in that ballpark. Yeah, it's at thirty. I, I don't know. I'm not sure because I made it about nine, nine minutes. Oh, didn't it just uh, fly by like it was two minutes? It was quite Kung, possibly one of the worst things I've ever seen. Kung Fury it on is Netflix so bad is amazing. I mean, I would tell people to, to put your eyes on it just to, because you're really. And, and I think I told you. If I made this movie, I would be completely proud of it, and I'd be telling everyone in the world to watch it, and I'd think it was the most hilarious, coolest thing ever. But because I didn't make it and I had nothing to do with it, it's a huge piece of shit. The fact that his police partner was a rhinoceros or a triceratops, a triceratops. that they coincidentally shot everybody in the crotch didn't do anything for you? I didn't make it that far. Oh. I got to the point where they're well, in the, where, the where, where he just gets the partner. Like they introduce the partner, and I'm like, oh, I'm, it I'm gets out. so much I'm bigger. Out. I'm out. He didn't even find Hitler yet. There was an arcade machine. Well, they showed the Hitler, like they showed like a yeah, but he didn't fight him in Kung Fu. No, yet. he did not. Uh, I was out. Or so. his robots. I feel like you know, oh, dude, it's most, so great. I gave it a go. I didn't just say, you know what? Yeah, I'll watch it and didn't try. I. I didn't. Did you even go far enough to see like his tech guy, his computer guy that sends him back in time using no. a Nintendo Power Glove? No, I saw. I oh saw. My you know what? God. I did see the Nintendo Power Glove, that I, but I was out, already out, not watching it anymore. I just saw. I like. I was talking to my kid, and it was son on the of screen. A bitch. Turns out that's the guy. I guess it's his film. Did you watch Young Guns? I did watch Young Guns. Oh, this I was week. just about to call you oh, a son of a bitch. Yeah. Oh no, no, I do my homework. Let's get into I it. I watch Young Guns. Do we want to review? You have a timer? Or are we just doing it? Yeah, usually, just... usually I get two minutes. Yeah. or three minutes. Go ahead. Young Guns, I am going to give I am going to give two cans of hairspray down. What? It's not good. It's not what? a good movie. It's not good at I all. I think you're going to make a lot of enemies right now. I'm gonna, you know, we need to catch people up if you are a new listener. We do a thing on the show called Hey My Classics. Um to sum it up quickly, I grew up fairly sheltered in a pretty religious well, it was a good home, but it's a very religious home and I wasn't able to see a lot of the very popular uh, iconic films of the 80s. And sometimes early 90s. So as a 35-year-old man, I take suggestions and I go back and I watch movies like uh, Weird Science and uh, Pretty and Pink. Red Dawn. Say Anything. Red Dawn. These are a few that I've that I've oh, uh, Escape from New York. These are a few that I've done. This week, my homework assignment, for, actually from Dave, was Young Guns. And Young Guns is not a good movie. How is it not? Did you watch the whole well, thing? Well, I'll tell you why it's foremost. not a good movie. There's really no story. Did you? Did, for, for, it's a true story. It's, there's nothing true about that movie. What are you talking nothing about? Nothing in that movie happened. What are you talking about? Emilio Estevez never shot anybody. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. I gotta ask you seriously. Did you watch the whole movie? Yeah. Okay. Not only that, what? I watched the featurette, the making of. I watched part of that. 
where they sit around and they go, I've never been around a cast this talented all at one time. Yeah. Ke- Kiefer Sutherland saying like how mature and how great everybody is. Oh, well, I was, know, I know now that they all drunk. like half of them like have HIV ah. or, or say insane, you know, try That's not blood. true. I just want to, that's Ben's opinion. Charlie Sheen, right? That's not half. Okay. It's <laughs> just one guy. Well, Kiefer Sutherland. We don't, we don't know yet. The jury's out. But, uh, actually I love Kiefer Sutherland. But it's not, here's why it's not a good movie. It's way too clean and flashy. Like, it's, and I know it's the 80s, dude, but they have, like, big hair. You know what? This movie, I give it two revolvers down, but the hair, I give two uh, very ecstatic bangs up. Because the hair, I've never seen better hair in a movie in my entire life. Especially Especially where they didn't have time to prepare it. Oh, my God. If St. Baldur's could get a hold of this sons of bitches, cancer would be over now, for sure. It is uh, the best hair in in the movie. But here's what's weird. It goes from Emilio Estevez playing, they call him Billy the Kid, right? That's his character. That's, it's, yes. Yeah. <laughs> they call him Billy the Kid. They call him Billy the Kid. He goes. No, just real quick, hold on. Do you know there's a real car- real person in, yes. the, in history? Okay. And all there's right. no way he was anything remotely like this movie. Okay. <laughs> they, all these, the beginning, he's taken off, running away from somebody, fired a gun, did something, stole something, he's slapping around with pigs. Well, the the old guy that takes care of all the all the rambunctious John Tunstall, the rambunctious uh, youth, who all look like they're like twenty five to sixteen, but he he throws him in the, the wagon and says, "Hide with me, boy." And he's got this system where they all work as regulators, but they never really say like why these people hang out. They're regulators, but it's so like, like what, cattle what's in it for them, point, really? In the beginning, they they, they don't they're not working for the. Sure. They're regulated, right? No, they're cattle rustlers. They, 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 he's basically brought these people in, and they're like working on his farm, and they're doing you know this, that, and the other thing, yeah. and they're they're not doing and learning anything. to read and doing the chores, right? right. And the, the English guys in like the learning them a thing sure. or two, which is fine, but it's just so like it just felt so like over the top. Like we're all how are kids, people that are out there supposedly shooting people, doing things that bad? All of a sudden, concerned about table manners and well, he's teaching the them. He's bringing them in. They yeah, were that. He's making them not that. He's saying, "Hey, listen, when when it's time, as he's preparing them for the real world. as you would hear um, Patrick Swayze say, there's a time to be nice, and then there's a time to be not so nice. Yeah, you haven't got there yet to Roadhouse, <laughs> but I promise you. Oh, Ro- oh no, I, Roadhouse is good. I'm, okay, you have yeah, seen. Yeah, okay, yeah I've seen it many times. Okay, many times. So you you've gotten past the part. Here's where why it's not good. They go from. I remember thinking the movie's about these badasses who shoot everybody. It's like nobody really, sh- they haven't shot anybody. And once they do, all of a sudden, they decide it's a fair game to shoot everybody. And there's, nobody was like, other than Billy Kidd, nobody had any conviction. They're like, yeah, we could we could go with them and we could do this or we could just go home. Half of them wanted to go to Mexico. Half of the movie was like, yeah, we're out. He's like, you really, you, 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 you're going to take off and go to Mexico. And then five minutes later, he's like, I can't leave my brothers. And then five minutes later, he's like, well, I'm just going to hang out here. I quit. And then five minutes later, he's like, well, to death do us part. It's like, what is it? It's the most loosely formed male bond I've seen in a movie since Karate Kid Part Three. Is it going to girl? Okay, four. No, I don't know. I just I, I try to pick a movie. I want, now I wonder if I if I saw this movie when I was thirty five. I, like I can't. Even, I know people are telling, me. saying, "Dave, no, 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 don't don't buy into Ben's bullshit." But I sort of feel like. I don't know, man. I mean, you saw it in a different decade and a different yeah. point in your life than I saw it. I mean, I don't. What you, I understand you why, like nine-year-olds would love this movie because it's bad. But I don't understand why, like, I, my thing is like, if you if if you were an adult and you saw this movie when it came out, but if I see it as an adult now, I still love it. But you believe that that's probably due to nostalgic. And it seems so small. It seemed to all take place in like four miles. But they're supposed to be traveling cross country. That's too much. And there's nothing scary about Emilio Estevez, like at all. <laughs> Like, not, not at all. And their hair didn't fit the period. Like, none of them looked like they belonged. It's like in, like, like Corolla was complaining about MASH, how they had, like, 70s haircuts, but they're supposed to be, like, in the Korean conflict. No, that didn't. This is just disheartening, man. As, look, I, I real recognize real, okay? I know Footloose is a great movie. I enjoyed the <laughs> hell out of Footloose. I give it credit where it's due. I understand why you'd get mad and want to go in a barn and dance your frustrations off. I, don't I do now. <laughs> you should if you're not. I don't understand why people would follow this Billy. The and by the way, he's the new guy. Right. They're all like, oh, he's the leader. Like, you just met him. <laughs> why is he in charge? Real recognizes real. Real recognizes real. I didn't understand why he was 
just in charge. Oh, and he called at the very beginning when they first start to go wayward. He tells the guy, oh, he wants us to go up this. He want, he doesn't want us to take the, take the trail. He wants us to go on the southern pass. There's an ambush waiting. Nobody does any fact checking. They're not sure. <laughs> How would they? Well, because here, well, <laughs> they could have checked Google. <laughs> At that time, maybe it was only Yahoo. Nobody in the group's a falconer, so I, it's not like I could send anybody. A- <laughs> Send the ravens, dark wings, dark words. But no, they've known this guy for years. They've all rustled cattle together. Well, Billy the Kid just showed up. A month ago, and he's like, this guy's a traitor. He pops him in the head. Sorry, spoiler alert. And then he's like, <laughs> spoiler for old movies. But then he's like, after he shoots him, they're all like, yeah, well, I guess he was a traitor. We don't even know. Nobody even <laughs> they knows. They knew. He made no. a compelling argument. No, he made he a compelling didn't. argument. No. He showed a couple they of points. They didn't make a compelling movie. This guy just showed up out of nowhere. <laughs> he started asking some crazy questions. Right, right. I mean, chances are. New guy says our best buddy might be a traitor, and he did shoot him in the face, so he probably has a good reason. Yeah, it was. I mean, dude, maybe I can watch it again. But for such a like a seer like that topic could be so dramatic. That's some heavy stuff they're dealing with. That's a pretty big story. It was dealt with so aloof, like eh, like, so, and it couldn't tell if it was a comedy or if it was serious or if it was no, surreal. it was serious. It, it was, was actually a, it was actually a historically accurate period piece. I hate doing this in a way because I I, I ruin movies that people love because I see them in the wrong oh, lens. I'm really pissed right now. I wonder if I saw Swiss Family Robinson today, would I love it? I feel like uh, the answer is yeah. I don't know. The treehouse is pretty badass, dude. There's no, dude, you know. Coconut bombs? Yeah, it's There's, pretty awesome. Coconut bombs don't have an age. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> I don't think so. What, so what's next on the agenda? Do you want to put it out to the I'm, people or do you want to? I would love for if we have any new listeners or even old ones. Please send me out suggestions. If not, I'm still trying to find Real Genius or The Wraith. Those are two oh, Real that Genius I... is so awesome, dude. Yeah, and you said something about Rad, which I just haven't been able to find. Maybe I can find them online I'm gonna and add, rent them uh, or something. Uh, mannequin on there, too. Ooh. Ooh, I've seen pieces. Wait, who's the girl in that? Kim Cattrall. Uh, all right, Sex in maybe. the City. All right, maybe. Maybe I'll get to it this week. I, just I thought you were going to say, I, I thought you were gonna say Jennifer Connelly, because then I was like, no. oh, yeah, definitely. I'll watch that. No, she's not in that. One last thing. Uh, in case this episode comes out soon, March 19th, I'm going to be do- at the White Rhino in Dyer, Indiana, Northwest Indiana, um, for St. Baldrick's. It's one of those, it's one of those events where, um, you know, for children's cancer, people shave their heads and they try to get money. Uh, I, I'm just going to I'm going to tweet the but link. You're out. against children's cancer, just to be clear. I am anti kids having cancer. Okay. I guess like if there was a vote, and it was like. One of them is cancer, and the other one's like no cancer. If I have to make the distinction, it's hard. Gotcha. It's hard to pick a well, side. It just wasn't clear how you. How you yeah, said I guess okay. it just seems like it makes sense if I go anti-cancer. <laughs> but it's March nineteenth um, at St. Baldrick's. I believe it starts at noon or one. I've been sending out the link on my Twitter at Hey My Ben. I'm going to send it out again. Uh, if if not me, then donate to somebody else. If you have five bucks. I'm like Bernie Sanders. I will take your couch pennies and your vacuum nickels. Seriously, if you have anything, please. I'm gonna. I'm gonna um, shave my head for it. I'll send out the link if you have a few bucks to donate, or if you want to show up and have a beer and heckle people. Just do that. But just be involved if you could, please, because it's for a super good cause. I think everybody's anti kid cancer. So, uh, you donated. Thank you. A yeah. lot of people. I've had a lot of people, man, that come out of the weeds to give money. So it's awesome. Uh, so I will obviously put up a link on the Facebook page. I'll put up uh, one on our, the podcast Twitter, which is at Hey My Man Podcast. Ugh, I'm going to be bald next time we podcast, probably. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> well, there will, I will not be doing it in solidarity. So be <laughs> All, right, cool. All right. This was episode 110. We will see you next week. Later. I want to be a cowboy. I'm going to be a cowboy. I'm born to be a cowboy. I want to be a cowboy. A cowboy!
the punk or 